What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Old Bridge FFL Podcast, episode 22. This is the championship week preview. We got the Browns versus the Cowboys, top two seeds in the playoffs, top two teams basically the entire year, finally matching off in the championship. It's going to be a great game, going to be a good podcast. We got awards to give out too. We're doing the uh, MVP award, uh, Defense Player of the Year, Offense Player of the Year, all that stuff, first team, second team, All-Americans, uh, the, the entire thing. So uh, long podcast today, good podcast coming up. Kurtzman, do you have anything to say before we start? Um, yeah, I just wanted to apologize for not reading the Giants stats last week, so I'm going to give those out real quick. Uh, their season ended in a loss to the Cowboys, but I just wanted to make sure I get their stats out there. Rob finished 12-32 for 166 yards, uh, three touchdowns. Uh, Douglas caught three balls for 75 yards and a touchdown, also had a sack. Johnny had five, uh, four catches, 60 yards, two touchdowns. Ryan Rougeau caught a touchdown. Uh, True had a pass breakup and a big catch downfield. And, uh, yeah, that's really the majority of the stats. I just wanted to make sure we show love to everyone in the league. All right, yeah, so, uh, dad, uh, I see it. Just me, Kurtzman, and my dad today. Uh, Joe Pip is here as well. Augie has gone zero, dark 30 mode. He is leaving actually right now. So uh, we're doing the podcast without Augie today. Joe is here, though, if he wants to say some words for the championship coming up. Uh, so let's just get right into the championship game. We're, we'll do that first, and then we'll do the the awards. All right, so I'm going to turn the floor over to you first, Dad. I'll let you get the first words out there. First, uh, we'll go, do you want to give your prediction to start off? Do you want to say who you think is going to win and then why? Yeah. Well, All right. Coming into this week, I, I felt strongly for the Cowboys because uh, of Zach. Zach, I got... He's, his MVP to me is the best player in the league, and it's tough to discount players like that. But uh, the more I thought about it, the Browns do have a com- more complete team. I've been saying it the whole year, and uh, I do believe that uh, they will win this week. I'm going to go with the Browns. Plus, I just found out that Augie uh, is 1-6 in, in championship games, so he's the ultimate mega mush. So I'm I'm not going with the Cowboys. What do you What do you mean he's one in six in championship games? He says he was in six title games. The last six title games, only won once. The last um, six titles for the league. For that's what league? He, whatever he told me. That. <laughs> yeah, he lost to Vin in the winter. He lost to us last summer. No, he won the most. He won. Yeah, he won the most recent. Yeah, I think. Yeah. No, he didn't. Only won he lost the most recent. No, one. he didn't. He uh, won he in won, the winter. He won WFL. He won oh, SFL. Winter. He lost. He okay. lost last summer and then the, pre- the previous. Two okay, winters. so you're so I think going one in the last four. One in the last five. I think he's been in the last five championships. So you're going against. Uh, you're going against the Browns. You're going against Kurtzman and Joe, who are sitting right here. No, I'm not going against no. the Browns. He's oh, I mean, I mean, okay, yeah, you're taking the Browns. You're taking the Browns. Right, you're going with I, Joe and. I do believe that 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 Zach has to go to to Augie to in order to win this game. Bodies out. Uh, he's, he's got Augie and Liam, very formidable receivers. But I think the Browns will be up to the task. I, I, like I said, I think they got a, a better, a complete team. All right, so I was honestly, honestly up until you said that, I really didn't know who I was going to pick. We are, I am 2-2 two and two in my predictions in the playoffs. You are 2-2. Two and two. You just took the Browns. If I take the Cowboys, it's for who, you know, bragging rights between me and you since you, oh, I picked the most winners. So I could go that route. I like the I like the let me say this before I make my pick. I like the Browns team as a as a complete team. I like the line both sides. We're gonna get into the awards later. They won a bunch of awards and stuff. Uh, I like Kurtzman as a quarterback. I thought he's been great the entire year. Joey uh, was clearly the best player on the field in the last playoff game you guys played against the Vikings. Joe was the absolute standout probably of the entire weekend. Uh, 
Joey, another guy who I voted for my first team. I, I think I think you guys are a very good team. But the reason why I have to pick against you and have been picking against you all year is because Sobes is the X factor in this game. And I know that's cheesy and that's a cop out to say. No, it's not. But like Kurtzman's before we started recording, Kurtzman said Sobes, you know, he he finished the year 40 more fantasy points than me. He had 10 rushing touchdowns. How many did you have, Kurtzman? Eight. Eight. So you were two behind. Not as much as I thought before no, I said passing that. Touchdowns, passing touchdowns, eight more than I did. Okay, passing touchdowns. I think he's a little bit more dynamic than you are. Whereas, and, and I think that is the reason why I have to go with the Cowboys. My thing with this is, though, Sobes in the big game lost you the first time. You blew them out. Second time, Joey wasn't there, correct? Neither was Augie. Joey or Augie weren't there. And you guys lost, and that was for the one seed. Third time you guys are playing each other. Would I be shocked if you guys win? Absolutely not. Honestly, probably going to be rooting for you to win. I am. I probably am going to be rooting for the Browns. That's Joe, I, Joey and, Kurt, and Kurtzman, we play basketball together. They're, that's my squad. So, I, <laughs> I, am, I, am picking, I am picking the Cowboys. My pick is going to be the Cowboys. A lot of it has to do with I want... I want to be right against you. I want to be oh, able to hold. Yeah, Zach. You add up the whole season, you won't be right against me. The tapes say otherwise, but anyways. Uh, um, the tapes. I, I, but the Cowboys, my, losing Mike Body is absolutely huge. Talk about subs real quick. They got Joe Ivanak is subbing for Mike Body, and Zach Shrey is subbing for Chance Cooper. I think very fair subs, both teams. I'm not going to complain either way. I think nah, those both teams, both teams. I think those guys are very equal them. in skill. Both teams agreed in it. I, I agree. I'm cool with that. Uh. No chance does hurt a little bit though, even though he hasn't been there the last few weeks. Yeah, but I he's love a huge contributing. I I love I love the Browns. I, I think this is gonna be a great game. With that being said, it might come down. It honestly might come down to you know who gets the ball. Last. Is Kurtzman gonna turn it over? Is Sobe gonna turn it over? Who gets the ball last? I think I think it's a one score game. I do not see this as a blowout either way. I think it's gonna be a very good one, Kurtzman. I know you're going to pick your your team, so I'm not even going to ask you who you think is going to win the game. Tell me how you're going to win this game without giving away your game plan. Um, I just think that we need to do what we've been doing all season. We just need to keep our heads calm. I think uh, we did a really good job last game of going up early, but then uh, we gave it away a little bit, and we kept our heads cool. We stayed calm, and we took care of business. So I think that as long as we do that and – we execute the plays we want to run. Listen, I think a lot. I think by now most teams know the generic plays that I run. But I think now we need to maybe mix it up a little bit, show them some different looks on defense, show them some different looks on offense. Not come out in the same. Uh, I think we got a little stagnant in our formations on offense, at least in the first half last week. So I think as long as we just do what we've been doing all season, I think we'll be all right. Soap's better keep up. <laughs> My honest opinion is. I think Sobe's gonna run more than you. Like I, f- I wish you ran a little bit more. I think you're very good at running, and I know you. I know I. I think I, I ran a you, lot you last do, week. You run a lot, but there's times where I'm. There's like, I, me personally, I wish quarterbacks ran seventy percent of the plays. Like I feel you could gain such nice yards, and I feel like Sobe's runs a lot. Like you said, ten rushing touchdowns. I know you had eight. Both of you guys, in my opinion, two best quarterbacks, uh, this season were you know numbers wise and consistency wise you guys both played every game for each other's team except for Sobes missed one you didn't miss any right no. so Sobes missed one game but uh I, I like the way you guys run I think it's gonna be a great game I think it's gonna be really exciting I'm really excited for it I think it's the perfect conclusion to the first year of the OBFFL I think this year and you know we're gonna talk about it more after is gonna be looked up, looked back on and say wow that was really great for the first year because 
three, four, five years down the line from now, hopefully this is at, you know, a bigger place than it is now, reach more people, more teams, it will be bigger. You're going to look back on the first season and say, you know, those were the two best teams. They squared off. It was a great championship game. And that will be the first name engraved on the trophy that you ordered, correct? Yeah. So that will be, be cool. I'm very excited for it. Uh, with that being said, is there anything else that you guys want to get out? Anything, Joey, do you want to say anything or you're good? Um, in terms of how we want to be, like, go against the Cowboys, yes. yeah. Well, we just have to not take our foot off the pedal like we did with the Vikings. Like, there was one point, the lateral play that Ed called the uh, forward lateral. If that didn't happen, say Brandon just kept it, we had a chance to go up three scores on him and just mm-hmm. put him out early. How do you feel about that play? I mean, I think I personally think I threw it backwards. I mean, I I, I didn't have the angle on. I, I definitely turn like I know for a fact that I turned my body and threw at minimum like laterally like on a line. If Ed wants to make that call, he made it. I know we don't see it a lot, but just be ready for it in the championship game. Be looking for it, referees. I know. I think I think laterals thing. are are the wave, and no one does them. I just think like. No. I think you're going to look like talking about three years from now. I think you're going to look back on year one and be like, damn, no one lateraled. And yeah. then everyone is going to start realizing. I think what, the way the game's played is just going to continue to evolve. evolve and absolutely. Just different things are going to get get used by different teams, going to work in different ways. Uh, yeah, just be ready for anything on Sunday. That's all I got to say. I, I like that a lot. Uh, let's get into the. Uh, Let's get into the uh, the awards. We want to. We want to. How we want to do this? We want to go. Let's go awards first, okay. and then we'll do the team second, and then we will. We'll talk about. You know, we'll do MVP. We'll talk about it next award. We'll talk about it. No one go crazy long. Few sentences each, and then we'll move on. All right. Uh, so I'll go. I'll, I'll. We'll do MVP last. So we'll just go up the order. So uh, first award award is for the sleeper of the year. So it's just someone that um, was. Not looked at highly in the draft, but made a huge impact on the season. And it was basically a consensus that uh, Mike Body is the winner of the Sleeper of the Year award. Um, uh, he played, I think, six games, 25 catches, 350 yards, 12 touchdowns, led the league in touchdowns. Um, he was an impact player from basically the beginning of the season. I know Liam and uh, Augie were controlling the headlines early for the Cowboys, but Body really turned it on when they weren't producing in the middle of the season, and he had, I think, had a three-game stretch with nine touchdowns, so, yeah, I think he was definitely deserving. Okay, Um, I just want to change the way we're going to do this. I want you to actually read every award first, and then we will talk about our personal ballots after. I feel like that's the better way to do it. Okay. So, I like, even though what you just did about Body, you could do, give me me everything the way you just did perfectly, you just, me and my dad will talk after. All right, uh... So for most improved player, we voted uh, Pete. Pete was a later, uh, very low round pick in the summer of last year. Didn't did stuff on defense, but the stats weren't really there at all. Uh, not as much of an impact on the game. But this year, he came definitely different. Uh, week one, he had multiple player. Uh, he had two player of the weeks and one and a couple of other um, have a days. So I feel like that's something that shows that you're making an impact for your team, scoring touchdowns, uh, making big plays. He was a bright spot for the Jets. So I feel like he was a good pick for that. Uh, Rookie of the year, we gave to Matt Esposito. Spo, he came out of nowhere and absolutely dominated from about week three on. 32 catches, 430 yards, eight touchdowns among the lead leaders in all three categories. Uh, Defensive player of the year, we gave to Dylan Sheree. Dylan played in six games, had seven pass breakups, five interceptions, including two pick sixes. Uh, He guarded every, every team's number one. And he, we felt he did a very good job doing that. Uh, offensive Player of the Year, we gave to Augie Garbolato. Augie 
on having 26 catches, 300 yards, 8 touchdowns, also led his team to a big Week 7 win over the Vikings when Sobes was on vacation. Um, the passing stats in that game weren't too crazy, but he just had the will to win, and he got it done, so I gave him offense player for that. And the MVP of the 2019 summer regular season is Zach Sobieski. Uh, I think we all know he's the best quarterback in the league. He finished 113 of 164 at 69% completion percentage, 32 touchdowns, <laughs> 7 interceptions, also had 460 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns, so that's a very so good So's out of year, yeah, man. man. Happy year. year, Zach. You definitely deserved it, and uh, I'm excited to play against you in the finals. All right, so I'll turn the floor over to you now, Dad. You guys uh, want to talk about your balance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's go, pers- go personal balance, Dad. I'll start with you. Who was, who was your MVP? Oh, Zach. Okay. Question. So you agree with Sobes? Yes. Who was your offensive player of the year? Offensive player of the year. Uh, I think I said Mbimbo. Yes. Get, tell me why Mbimbo. Uh, when he started the year as a receiver, he, he was very dynamic as a receiver. Uh, scored more, I believe he scored most of his team's touchdowns when he was quarterback. And uh, when he took over as quarterback, he was he was a, a dynamic player to watch. Okay. Um, who was your defensive player of the year? Uh, Dylan Shere. Okay, so you agreed. Who was your rookie of the year? Rookie was Spo, absolutely. You said Spo. Yeah. Okay. Who was your uh, most improved player? Most improved. This is tough for me because I really didn't uh, see a lot of the league last year, so I'm gonna exclude myself from this. Okay. Uh, did you have a problem with Pete being? Yeah, I do have a problem with Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you? Pete, listen. Pete's a gamer. Pete's a dynamic player. Very talented. I I'm not in the habit of giving awards to people who quit on their team. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, during his game, I looked at, right next to me uh, on the other field at another game. Pete's next to me, and I'm asking him, why isn't he playing when your team's playing? And he told me, they, you know, they're not playing well, I quit. You know, so. I'm, I'm That's not coming not. from a place of love, though. You love Pete. Love Pete. Love him to death. But I'm not giving an award to a guy who Pete, quits on his team. Yeah, he did not vote for you, Pete. Uh, sleeper, your sleeper of the year. Sleeper. Mike Body won the award. I'll, I'll go with Mike Body. Okay. I mean, it was. I think that was a very. Yeah, you could have, uh, you could have won with a lot of players. Yeah. Listen, I think a lot of players could have won a lot of these awards. I think uh, defensive player of the year could have been Dylan. Could have been Austin with eight sacks. Could have been Chance who led the league with ten sacks. Sleeper, I thought could have been Chance. Possibly he was like a fifth or sixth. Could have been Ivanak. Uh, Ivanak had a big year. I just think there were definitely a lot of people who were Wait, we'll in get, the running. We'll, we'll definitely get to. Yeah, we'll a get lot to your person. Yeah, we'll get to your personal ballot. Let me do my personal ballot. Uh, my MVP was Sobes. I agreed. My Offensive Player of the Year was Augie. I chose Augie. Uh, I gave him the slight nod over a few other guys because he played quarterback and secured his team a bye when Sobes was out. I know the stats weren't pretty. Got it done at the end. His long pass to Liam was one of the signature plays of the season, in my opinion. And uh, I, I think that it was, it's underrated that he had to play two games at quarterback, so his wide receiver, or one game at quarterback, so his... Uh, his stats at took at receiver took a little bit of a hit, but yeah, but he but I think getting that win at quarterback was huge for you know that team getting to buy in the first round. My defensive player of the year, I think I was the only person who voted for True. I voted for True because I know the numbers won't say it, but that's because True played every single position. He played safety for his team, he played linebacker for his team, he played defensive line for his team. In my opinion, True covers the entire field. Left to right, vertical, anywhere. He's all over the field. Uh, he's very smart, leader on defense, knows what lines guys up correctly. Uh, I know like we don't count the games that you sub for your stats, but every time, if True, he was a guy that subbed for a lot of teams because he just likes playing ball. 
anytime true sub for your team, your defense was great that day. Your defense was making more plays than it usually did because he's there. Uh, so true was my defensive player of the year, but I don't have a problem with Dylan winning it. Uh, my rookie of the year, I voted for Mike Body. A lot has to do with it because Spo is uh, he's 22 years old. That'd be 23, Spo. Uh, I know it's his first year in the league, but Mike Body's a younger kid. Led the league in touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. Mike Body led the league in touchdowns. 13. 12. 12. He was he had an incredible year, Mike Body, for for the number one team. As my dad's clipping his nails in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, Rookie of the Year, I did give to Mike Body, even though Spo is my guy, and I don't have a problem with Spo winning it at all. Most Improved Player, I went with Kurtzman. Uh, Kurtzman, I think, went from last year was just a good quarterback in the league, just a guy who's serviceable, to, you know, arguably could have been the MVP this year. So, And his team was phenomenal. I think he does a great job of leading his team organizing everything, you know, getting everybody, every single player on his team involved. He has faith in every guy. I think he's the best leader in the league, maybe him or Mikey. I, I was really impressed with Kirsten this year, my most improved player. My sleeper of the year was Joe Ivanak. I think Joe Ivanak, I, I voted him for my first team defense, which we'll get into. But I think, you know, going into the year, a lot of other guys were drafted ahead of him. And, you know, to play corner or, or to, you know, these are certain things. I think Joe is was even though for Mikey's team he had a good offense. I think he was a little bit underutilized on offense and defensively. I think he's phenomenal. I think you know Joe picked Kurtzman off last week in the playoffs. I think he has a chance to pick you off again in the championship. I think he's he's. I, I watched him make plays on Billy Andrews this year. He's never afraid of the assignment. He's never afraid of the moment. Joe is my sleeper. Kurtzman, your ballot. Oh, uh, so I picked Soaps for MVP. Obviously, wasn't gonna vote for myself. Um, <laughs> I voted Pip for Offensive Player of the Year. I think, I mean, that's probably a little bit biased. He was my number one receiver. I threw to him a league high 60 times. Uh, I think he did everything I asked of him, and he did a very good job. But Augie winning it, no problem with that. I voted Dylan for Defensive Player of the Year. He was in six games, was second in the league in pass breakups, second in league in interceptions, and the most defensive touchdowns. Uh, I voted for Spoke Rookie of the Year. I voted for Pete for Most Improved. And I'm pretty sure I voted for Antonio Rocchio for Sleeper. Another guy, biased, but caught. He was uh, amongst the league leaders in touchdown catches. Uh, and he was a last-round pick. So I feel that he's someone who really was slept on but made a difference for my team yes. in multiple games this year. So, yeah, that's really what... Uh, that's your ballot? Yeah, that was a quick. That was my quick synopsis. I like, I like, I like that. Uh, let's get into the first and second team... All Americans now. Uh, quick thing about this. Last year, I understand it was college teams. This year, it was NFL teams. It should definitely be all pro. Yeah, we can call it the all OBFFL. Oh, yeah, yeah. First team all pro, second team all, yeah. all OBFFL. Yeah, first team yeah. all OBFFL. Not all Americans. That's fine. Yeah. No. First, your first team all OBFFL, second team all OBFFL. That's uh, what these are called. So, so first team all OBFFL. So is. the way we did it was there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players for each team. So sixteen players for offense, first team, uh, eight for offense, first team, eight for offense, second team, and for defense as well. We did one quarterback, four receivers, three linemen, and then we and then for the defense we did three defensive linemen, four defensive backs. So for the First team, all OBFFL offense. It was MVP, Zach Sobes, a quarterback. Joe Pip, who finished 39 catches, uh, 423 yards, and seven touchdowns. Joe Pip, a league-leading league 39, leading 39 catches. catches. Uh, we already talked about Augie, also on the first team. Mike Body, we also talked about 25 catches, 353 yards, and 
league-leading 12 touchdowns. Uh, we voted Spo, who finished 32 catches, a league-leading 430 receiving yards, and 8 touchdowns as well. And for the offensive lineman, offensive line, you definitely took receiving into account, but I think a lot of it was eye test, seeing who really blocked for their quarterback, really seeing who played the offensive line role the best. I know the offensive line role has changed a lot in the last two seasons. So we voted uh, Matt Hughes, Austin, and True. Um, all three guys who are very good blockers, but also can hold their own in the receiving game. Uh, Matt Hughes finished with 160 receiving yards and four touchdowns. Austin was more of a blocker for his team this year, but we all have seen him play in the last couple of seasons. We know he can play. He had a touch, a couple of touchdowns this year as well. And true, we like we talked about the stats weren't everything with him, yeah. but you watch him play. He's making catches for everyone downfield, and he was really just doing it all. So yes. we awarded him with the first team uh, OBFL, all, all OBFL. Yes. For the second team, uh, myself as quarterback for the second team. Liam Knowles, who finished amongst the league leaders in all three categories, 363 yards, uh, seven touchdowns, and 24 catches. Uh, Christian Caratero, a first-year player, finished with 21 catches, 280 yards, and four touchdowns. He was one of the bright spots for the Saints this year. Uh, we went with Connor Romano, missed a lot of games, but in the games he played, we said this was his first loss last week, finished 19 catches, 208 yards, and five touchdowns in just six games. And Ryan Rougeau, another kid that has really taken strides in our league in the last couple of years, he finished with a team high twenty nine catches. I know, I'm sorry, team high twenty catches for. I'm sorry, give me one second, everybody. He led their team in catches, Ryan. Yeah, twenty catches, one hundred and six, uh, two hundred and one yards, and three touchdowns. Um, yeah, so those are the receivers, and for the offensive linemen, Douglas, Pete, and Lorenzo, three guys who, once again, did a lot of blocking. I know Lorenzo on my team was big blocking this year, made some big catches as well. Douglas, we know what he can do. Pete, more of a receiving lineman. Uh, okay, so now we'll go to the defense, I guess. Yeah. Take care of both, and then we can talk about a little yeah, bit about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so second team for the defense, we had... Defensive line, Chance, who led the league with 10 sacks. Austin, second in the league in 8 sacks. Vin, third in the league with 7 sacks. I feel like that's very uh, self-explanatory. Big defensive guys, they make fly grabs in the backfield, giving constant, constant pressure to the quarterback. Uh, sec first team for defensive uh, defensive backs. Sobes, who led the league in pass breakups with 8, also had 2 interceptions. Um... TJ Angstad, who led the league with six interceptions. Dylan, we already said seven pass breakups, five interceptions, also uh, also had two touchdowns. And Joe Ivanak, who started the year slow in terms of stats-wise, but as the year went on, I know he had multiple two-interception two games, picked me off in the playoff game we just played, like you just said before. So he was a, bit, a guy who was locking down receivers all year long. Uh, second team, we had Matt Marola and Pasquale, who both finished with six sacks on the season, and uh, Joe DiMeo. Uh, from what I was told, Joe DiMeo was very good at, he had a couple of pass breakups, uh, breakups at the line, and he was just a smart player, Don't, doesn't let the quarterback get outside of him, run a lot, I think he's more of a smarter guy who just, the stats might not show it, but he's definitely there making plays. And for the defensive backs, second team, all OBFFL, we have Mike Russo, who was always tasked with guarding very good receivers in the league. He had a couple pass breakups and one interception. That was against me. Terrible. Uh, Zach Charay, another guy who's always talking shit, making plays. Uh, he was always in my ear whenever he picked me off. Uh, Paul and Joe Pip. Joe Pip, another guy led, was amongst the league leaders in pass breakups. And like you said, we're guarding number one receivers the entire game. All right, uh, Dad, I, do you have any disagreements? 
Do you have any? Was Sam Allen mentioned on any of those? No. Uh, no, I know he got a few, a few votes, but he fell a couple points shy. Of being I would, on the I would team. like to see him at least in second team. I thought he was. Offense, uh, second team, offensive line. Offensive line, yeah. He did a little bit of everything, you know. Uh, good blocker, uh, great pass receiver off the line. He even threw a couple of touchdowns, so uh, I, I would like to see Sam in there. Anyone else? Any other? How about Venerino? Was he? Yeah, Venerino was uh, first team defensive oh. line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He had eight, seven. I'll go. I'll I'll read my ballot out. What I had. I want to be fully transparent. Uh, Let me let this be said. I honorable mentions. Obviously, Anthony and Bimbo and Mikey Gargano. It was kind of hard to put you guys on a team because you were receivers and then you switched to quarterback in the middle of the year. Full season. Mikey could easily, IB could easily have been MVP. Mikey could have been MVP. Like it's just the fact that you guys didn't have full seasons, but definitely shout out to them, two studs. Uh, my first team: Sobes, Joe Pip, Augie, Nick Body. I mean Mike Body, uh, Spo. My offensive line was Matt Hughes, Austin, and Nick Douglas. My defensive line: I had Chance, Matt Marola, Venerina. And for DBs, I had TJ Angstad, Dylan, Sobes, and Joe Ivanak. That was so that was what I voted for first team. My second team was Kurtzman at quarterback. My four wide receivers were Liam Knowles, Connor Romano, Christian, and Nick Sedano. Uh my offensive line, I had uh Nick Villano. Did he did he make it? No. But he had he had a lot of catches though. He, he did. Yeah, he, he had a lot. Went, before he went on vacation, the first four games he was doing a lot for I had Villano. I had Villano. Uh, Fat Pete, and uh, like my dad said, I had I had Sam Allen, and then uh, for defense, I had Fuda, Lorenzo, True. I know people are gonna say how you have True as your defensive player of the year, but you voted him second team defense. That's because he, like I said, he played everywhere. He didn't just play defensive line, so it's it's hard to give him first team defensive line when other guys have six sacks and he only had one or two on the season. But mm-hmm. and he had a lot of sub you know, plays where he's subbed that don't go towards your stats. So true. I have second team. My, my second team DBs. I had Mikey Freeman, George Hunkel, Zach Stray, and Joe Denoya. So th- that was, that was my, that was my teams. Uh, I'm not mad at, at the teams at, at all. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, I, I, did Liam make second team wide receiver? Liam knows, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah unanimous. Okay. Um, I just want I'm just gonna shout some people out for yeah, very yeah. good seasons that I personally just saw a lot of you, like a lot of good things out of you this year when I watched your games. So I'm just looking at the stats. We're giving you content today, boys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I think Lorenzo could have easily been on a defense team. He eventually with seven sacks. Uh, I thought Zach Bilheimer was very good this year uh, off the defensive line and also off the offensive line. I know IB found him a lot off the line when the, he was playing quarterback. I know Nuzzy threw him a touchdown or two. He had three sacks on the season, but when I watched the Raiders, I felt like Zach was always near the quarterback making plays, so I just wanted to shout him out. Wait, Nick Sedano didn't make any teams? I disagree. Nick, I think Nick was super dynamic for the Raiders on the line. In the backfield, I know he missed two weeks. I would have had Nick no, on my team. Sure. I'm definitely going to get to him in a second. Uh, other defensive players that I felt played well, Mike Body had a, lot, a couple of pass breakups. Uh, Christian also. Uh, interceptions, Joe Ivanak. Uh, Mahmoud, two interceptions this year. Played a lot better than I ever thought he would have played this year. Um, that's really it defensively. Let me get to some offensive. Jeez, how do I get Kurtzman has no clue how to work no, a Mac. No I, I'm just trying to read Mac. off my computer. It's clueless. <laughs> clueless. Um, let's see real quick. I'm just gonna shout some people out. Uh, Nick Villano, 18 catches, uh, two over 200 yards. One of the Nick, only players over 200 yards. Nick Villano led the league in catches for offensive linemen. 
19. Yes. Second closest was 18, Matt. 18, yeah, 18. 18. Second, second closest, closest was, was Matt Hughes. And Fat Pete with 16 and, and 15. Yes. Yep. So, definitely made a difference off the line. Matt Merle also had 16 catches this year. Um... I felt like Billy had a lot of opportunities to make plays, but I also just felt like a lot of balls were uncatchable. Yes. Um, just he had a lot of targets, but I know he's a better Billy's, player than Billy's better stats, player than what the stats show. Yes, Billy's sure. stats don't indicate him at all. No, Sedano, <laughs> uh, fifteen catches, one hundred seventy-five yards. Uh, he was a big running threat for the Raiders this year. Uh, Dylan Sheray, the number three overall pick, uh, had a little bit of a down year this year. Only had uh, twelve catches for one hundred eighty-five yards and just one touchdown. Uh, Jack Starner, I came thought, in midway through, came the midway through the year, played all right, found his footing as the year went on, uh, 180 yards on 12 catches and two touchdowns. Um, Rokio, five touchdowns, Matt Hughes, four touchdowns, Connor Frill, four touchdowns. Uh, IB really did it all. He was making plays with his legs. I know at one point he had the rushing record for in a single season, a single uh, game. So, yeah, those are just some guys that I thought played really well. I like that. I like that this was a thing. Honestly, when the league... Hopefully it expands. You could get the three teams. You could do Pro Bowlers and then All Pro. Like it would just be, just be super lit. Uh, great year, guys. Honestly, everybody. I hope everyone shows up on Sunday. I hope there's mad people there. If you played in the league this year, you should definitely be there. It's gonna be an awesome game. Uh, I'm just super excited for it. It's gonna be. It's, it sucks that it's that it comes to an end, but. Kurtzman, I'm putting you on the spot. Do you have you done any thinking about uh, the fall league? Yeah, of course I've done thinking about it. Um, we're definitely not going back to Sayreville. I'm not dealing with that again. Peace out, Sayreville. Peace out, Sayreville. Can we release new location or is that still top I, secret? It's I don't really necessarily have a guaranteed right, right. location yet. I'm top still, secret. Major, yeah. major, major bag alert. Yeah, we're, we're we're definitely <laughs> trust me. I'm working for it. I'm trying to make it happen. Um, I will say the one day tournament is the SJV. That is definitely a possibility of places we're looking at for the fall. Um, if for some reason there was not a fall league, we would be starting up a league in the spring, probably at Phillips Park. That is something that I've been uh, working on with some people that have come to the games and uh, talked to me and tell me how I can continue to grow the league and stuff like that. So Phillips Park is definitely an option, probably not for this upcoming season, but in the spring when I ho hopefully host another league, we can uh, get there and it'll be a little bit better. I I just I'm excited. I'm, I'm listen. I was a doubter a few years ago. I used to be like, eh, this, this football shit is you know whatever. It's just, you felt like it was just like pickup, but I really, yeah. I took it into now. Kirschman took that shit and ran with it, and now he's about to build a whole brand off of it. And it doesn't happen without everyone who no. participates and everyone who listens to shit like this and everyone who shows up to help out every single Sunday. Uh, it's been awesome. I can't wait for the championship. I can't wait for the one day. And I can't wait for the fall draft. Yeah. I just want to shout out some people. You like how that, I said the fall yeah, draft? The fall I made that yeah. executive decision, yeah. Joey. Um, no, I just want to shout out some people that I personally know have done a lot for this league in terms of either stat keeping, clock, anything like that. So I just want to shout out Joey, TJ, Tommy, Dom, Augie, Dylan, Paul, Marola, uh, Joe Ivanak, TJ Angstad, Bryce Walker, um... Matt Hughes was always there with me every morning, helping me line the field, get that, get it ready for the day. Um, you know who you are, Zach Sobes. Just guys who did things for me. Uh, I truly appreciate it. I appreciate all of you coming out each week, playing your hearts out, and uh, it's been a really great season. I'm happy that I got to make it what it is, and you guys allowed me to do this. I honestly did nothing this year. I do the podcast. At the end of the day, I pick up the cones and, and the pylons to make it look like I'm helping out. I pick up some water bottles, tell people to pick up their water bottles. 
I don't. I show up to the field at game time. I do, <laughs> I do nothing with the scheduling. All right. I don't do so. Stats. We're not gonna. I don't so do we're stats. taking TJ off people that I care about and don't care about. I don't do stats and I refuse to do the time for the games. But yes, uh, this league definitely opened up mad content for us. Uh, turned my father into a podcaster, which I love. Uh, everything about this has been awesome. I know we're like pouring our hearts out about the league, but I'm actually really upset that it's over. Yeah. But that's not the end of this podcast. It's not the end of the OBFFL podcast. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do something because you guys like listening to this. So we're going to talk about the one days. We'll, we'll like gas the shit out of the fall. <laughs> yeah, and uh, even when there's people who we don't necessarily know in the league, I still plan on doing a podcast and talking about yeah, them. Yeah, obviously. Did, so. These people, if you don't know you, you better come on the podcast. If you're listening to this and you're joining the league next year, you better come on the podcast and pop your shit and let everyone know you've been watching the Instagram clips and they're not ready to handle your team. That's what I'm saying. So, everyone, right. thank you for listening. If you are listening on Apple, make sure you subscribe. It's completely free. If you're listening on SoundCloud, just follow the page. Also, completely free and takes two seconds. Uh, plug myself real quick. Triple Threat podcast coming out tomorrow. Me and Steve Strom talking football as always. Uh, yeah. Me and Brianna shit coming out this weekend as well. I ordered a green screen. I'm about to start doing visuals. We're lit over here. Everyone, thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys Sunday. Big time championship game. See you then. 10.30. 10.30 game. See you then.